Thanks, Hillary. Uh, a lot of news today. Uh, there is a lot. We have Bill O'Reilly coming up and so much more. Uh, we're going to tell you first about American Financing. Uh, American Financing is a is a great company. And, you know, the the financial climate, it's, it's been it's interesting. We're going to see some uh, big financial news break today with jobs report and things like that. Housing inventory uh, has finally seemed to be turning around. Latest data has uh, home inventory increasing for the last three months meaning you have more options to consider when buying your next home. Uh, plus, the Fed just indicated a more measured approach to rate increases. And the Fed stuff with, with Trump right now, with Stephen Moore and Herman Cain, is a, quite a different approach than we've seen before. American Financing, uh, they have salary-based mortgage consultants, and they are the place to go if you want to uh, sell your home, uh, to buy a home. Um, this is great. They're not trying to sell you a mortgage. They're trying to work with you. American Financing has the lowest rates, fast closings, and custom loans, and the ability to get qualified buyers into a home with no money down. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, or to AmericanFinancing.net. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, oh my goodness. What? An incredible program we have lined up for you today, including a man who said, I've never felt like a human. I've always felt like a dog. And he's spending his life now wearing a $2,200 fur suit. And he's the co-host of the program. That's me. <laughs> and he's running for president <laughs> in the Democratic Party. We have some new people in the Democratic Party. We're expecting some really big economic news today. And selling my kidney. It's my kidney. It's my body. It's my choice. Mm. Oh, good. Something else we can think about. Uh, And Biden. The truth about Joe Biden. More on that begins in one minute. (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program. Did you see uh, Joe Biden sitting in the chair yesterday when, you know, he, he gave his little non-apology apology hey i get it man i get it well if you really get it that you're out of step stop using the word man i get it man i really do get it anyway he was in the chair did you see what uh, donald trump tweeted yesterday no it was hysterical uh look up donald trump tweets uh he tweeted um joe biden coming up behind joe biden and then putting his hands on joe biden's shoulders they did this great photoshop i mean (laughs) You know, I'm sure the president didn't do it. I'm uh, hoping we didn't pay for it as taxpayers, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, All right. I want to talk to you about uh, chairs, X chair. Uh, An X chair is an amazing, amazing uh, chair. It does not make your back uh, hurt. Doesn't it doesn't make you sick. Doesn't make you sore. Um, the, the ergonomics definition is an applied science concerned with designing and arranging things people use so that people and things interact most efficiently and safely. Well, you're spending more time at your desk than you do at your bed. It's a well ergonomically designed chair that makes a huge difference. No more sore neck or backs, just more focus, more productivity. Mm, say if you have an office door, maybe a little bit more sleep. I'm just saying. X chairs are more of a recliner than anything else, at least for me. They're, they're, more, they're more of a recliner than an office chair, in my opinion. Although they look and they work as an office chair, when you lean back in this thing and you sit back and put your head back on the headrest, 
It is as comfortable as any recliner. It really is. Try the uh, X Basic model, $100 off right now, as low as $28 a month with 0% financing. Order today. You'll also get the free footrest. Now you're sleeping good. Anyway, new X Chair Basic and all of the X Chairs come with a 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee, complete satisfaction. All you have to do is call 8444-X-CHAIR, 8444-X-CHAIR. Or you can go to xchairbeck.com. Make sure you use the uh, promo code uh, BECK uh, and you'll get $100 off. It's xchairbeck.com, xchairbeck.com. So we have a new uh, we have a new contestant now up to 18 people, which is officially more than the Republican field. Incredible. Incredible. They're up to 18 candidates and we still don't have like several top line like front. Who is several? We don't have Joe Biden. Who else? Joe Biden. Well, I mean, I guess top end is, is a little bit stretching it. But Terry McAuliffe looks like he might. Yeah, come Terry in. McAuliffe. He's a governor. Joke. He's of, not going to. He's. You don't think he's going to run? Yeah. Oh, yes. He's going to run. But Terry <laughs> McAuliffe is like Hillary Clinton. Yes. Part do. Yes, but I mean, Hillary Clinton was the nominee last time. Right? And so, she was the worst. She was the worst. Um, oh, gosh. Now now they're starting to fall off our board. The poor the candidates. Yeah, poor. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Maybe that's the way it should be. Just whichever candidate lasts on this tape on our board, we put them all up. We have a giant board in the studio with all of the candidates laid out. Can we get the, a shot of that? Uh, in the category. I don't know if we can. In the yeah. categories... Um, they go from on the fence, dropped out, and then we have the there it is. the way we kind of line them up is a little strange, which is front runners. Then there's yeah, I got a shot. <laughs> then there's I mean maybe if everything goes right. Then there's eh probably not. Then there's ah uh, no. Nah. So we've added two candidates to the ah uh, no nah category today. Uh, Congressman Eric Swalwell. Uh, and, <laughs> and who is Eric Swalwell? Oh, he's running on a anti-gun uh, platform. Mm. And he's been doing a lot of tweeting, trying to get himself in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least, again, some of these, it's hard to tell when they start running. Like, you, you have people who have been running for weeks, and then they're like, and here's our official announcement uh, celebration. You're like, wait a minute, you've been running for six weeks. Uh, and then the other one is Tim Ryan, uh, who just fell off of our board. <laughs> So I don't think that's a good sign. Not a good sign for his candidacy. Although (laughs) any endorsement for me, and I consider even the board kind of an endorsement, any endorsement for me is a kiss of death. Yes. So I I just want to make this clear. Please don't. Yeah, I'm not going to be making any endorsements. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to campaign for anybody. No matter how much I love you, despise you, whatever, nothing, nothing is coming out of my mouth this, uh, this presidential election. Nothing. My my wife could run for president and i'd be like don't know don't know you're gonna have to make up your own decision the trump campaign is like thank you i know i know thank you um so uh kiss of death yes 17 candidates ran for the in the gop primary in 2017 of some there you know there's always a bunch of candidates who are like flaky kind of joke candidates but people with some level of credibility some level of accomplishment some level of service in the government blah 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 we are up to now 18 candidates with i would say on the fence we have joe biden who's almost definitely in we have steve bullock who keeps saying he's going to run we have uh michael bennett who could potentially run mcauliffe looks like he's in uh seth moulton is another congressman who looks like he's going to run mike gravel is an interesting one (laughs) 
Now, Mike Gravel... Isn't he like 900 years old? He's 87, Glenn. He's 87. Okay. And Well, that's just, I mean, that's a spring chicken, 87. <laughs> He's 87. And I will say, uh, the the Democrats keep getting these older and older candidates. Mm-hmm. They need to just go for it and listen to us that's and why. nominate our man... Lester, Lester Wolf, Lester 2020. L. Wolf in 2020. I have the yard sign all ready to go. It's right here. It's Lester L. <laughs> Wolf 2020. Uh, yes, he's 102. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if elected, he will serve, and he'll be, I believe, 104 right after the right after the inauguration. Right. And this guy's he's the oldest living Democratic uh, congressman that at least we could find. It might be somebody older. And it seems like that's the main requirement yes. for Democratic candidates. And he's white. He's a male, white, old guy. Oh, no. Oh, my. What? Good God. If the Lester Wolf just fell off the board, we are standing across oh the room as gosh. we're talking about him. That If something somebody happens to him today. It's our fault. I feel guilty Not our already. fault. This is a sign. They're telling us that this is happening. Maybe he doesn't want to run. We'd well, have to go down to. Uh, maybe he's dead. Maybe he died. Maybe that's what I'm... Uh, like, seriously, like, Remember I just said kiss of death. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Please check on Lester Wolf. Because if I just crap. said Lester Wolf and the sign fell off about, what, six or eight feet behind me at the same time, if he dies today, that, that's we're a, never talking about politics ever again. No. This will be a show this about will be cooking. Show. It will be. It will be. This if will this turn- guy died today, please check on him please right now. Please check on him. Make sure he's okay. I'm sure there's... I'm, I'm guessing there won't be any satellite trucks at the hospital, but let's let's check. That was, I mean, a chill wind just blew through this studio. If there's something, oh my God, now I'm terrified here. I have a tingle up my leg. We should make sure people understand that we are here. Make sure everyone knows we are here. We had nothing to do with anything that happens today. I mean, the man's 102 years old. I just said kiss of death. You said kiss of death, and then you said he's the one that should run. And then just as you said it, his name fell off the board. That is so weird. Please put <laughs> the, the put thing the camera. You have the camera on the on the uh, board, and yeah. can you see it on the floor now? Because I know we just had the camera. There it is on yeah. the floor. We just had the camera up higher. Go ahead, bring give a shot of the chalkboard. Go up on the chalkboard. That's I mean that's that's that was actually really legitimately chilling. Uh, <laughs> I hope uh, I hope I hope Lester is okay because uh, we really do. We wish you well, Lester. No, we, but we do not want you to run do. for president. No. I don't because we will kiss not. of life. Glenn Beck does not endorse you. <laughs> um, Doesn't endorse you. And I'll add two more. Stacey Abrams, who is talking seemingly publicly of flirting with a run. She's also been rumored as Joe Biden's vice presidential uh, choice if she if he were to win. And then the other one who is doing everything that a candidate would do. There's a big story about it. I believe in the New York Times today. Bill De Blasio is going to early states. He's, he spoke at APAC. He, I mean, he's doing all uh, do you, the early candidate stuff. Do you have Bloomberg? And I don't have Bloomberg because... But you should put Bloomberg. Bloomberg came out this he week. He did, he did. You're and right. I think he's doing it because of Biden. If Biden doesn't get in, Bloomberg's going to do it. Because Bloomberg, in case you didn't have not followed this saga, which endless, I mean, every freaking four years we hear this from this guy, but he says he's got to run for president, he's thinking about it, and then he says no. Well, we went through that cycle already. And then because Joe Biden is is uh, apparently just massaging just a few too many people, if the idea is if Biden doesn't come into the race, Bloomberg will. I have a feeling, I, I will tell you, after you see the show next Thursday, next Thursday, I want you to sign up for the Blaze TV right now and watch 
next Thursday. If you don't have a subscription, do it. Uh, there's this is look, I haven't given you a hard sell on the blaze since we began. Uh, and it, it is so well worth the money. Now we have, we have all of the talent. We're gaining new talent all the time. There's so much programming on it. Now you couldn't watch it all. It's bigger than a network like Fox. There is, mm-hmm. and we are only behind Fox now. Um, and I don't, I'm not looking to beat anybody. I'm just telling you, this is a growing platform. We have had 100% growth in viewership over the last few months, every single month, a hundred like the last month, I think was like 108%, something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so please subscribe to the blaze. Uh, use the promo code Glenn. You're going to save yourself 10 bucks, but this is really important. And I'll tell you why there is, and you will see it when we do the Joe Biden thing. And then we have another special coming up in about a month from now uh, on communism. We are doing the research, the kind of research we used to do when I was at Fox, because there's a whole new group of people now. All of the all the things we exposed about Soros and Tides, that's yesterday, that's 10 years ago. The stuff that we're exposing now is absolutely toxic. It is when you see this special we're going to do in about four weeks, it'll blow your mind. Um, you will see we're going to show you what America will look like. Uh, in a very short period of time, possibly three years from now, what this country looks like. And we'll show you the path of destruction. It's being followed to the letter. Uh, and uh, and we'll more on that. But next week, when you see the special on Joe Biden, I think there's a chance he doesn't run uh, if he's smart, because I think there is jail time in his future and the way to avoid it is just disappear right because the spotlight comes on you i think paul manafort lives out his years mm-hmm. if he doesn't become a trump official and right? it is exactly the same kind of crime that pa- paul manafort is going in fact it's not only the same crime it's the same people it's the same people paul manafort went and he was taking money under the table nefarious kind of stuff with really bad people in uh the ukraine that are directly uh, tied to Putin and to Russia. Biden's son is doing the same thing, and it is, you know, uh, tit for tat. You, Joe Biden is doing things uh, in China and, and for Russia and everything else, and his son is getting paid on the side. It's really bad. When you, we'll, we'll expose the China stuff next week. You don't want to miss it. Anyway, sign up for The Blaze. I think that there is... A chance that Biden doesn't run. I know everybody counts him in now, but I don't think he's going to run. You don't think he's going to run? Or I you don't. Think there's not I think a chance he won't run. I, I would agree with you. There's not. There is a chance. If something, if I something think, hits him in this scandal, no, I harder. think he's smarter than that. Um, and I think it, it, the way this scandal looks at me today, and we'll know more next week. But the way this scandal looks to me today, Biden's not a stupid guy. This was a way to enrich his family. He is now at the end of his life, really. I mean, you know, he's in the last few pages of his of his life. If you look at years as pages, mm-hmm. he's maybe let's say he's lucky and he's got 20 more years in him. Um, why would you why would you destroy your family now? Because he's a smart guy. He knows. And unless he's completely arrogant like Paul Manafort, 
but a completely arrogant guy is going to have some attorneys around him that will say, Joe, don't do it. Don't do it. It won't be worth it. It won't be worth it. Your son might go to jail. They ever want to do anything about it? Your son could go to jail. Just stay out. I think it could change the course of this. And that would put that would put uh, Michael Bloomberg into the race, which personally, I I think that would be great. I'd love to have Michael Bloomberg in the race uh, because at least we'd be having an honest debate on. Yeah, I'm going to take away the Second Amendment. I mean, I think the more socialist and the more gun haters you have that are open about it, the better things are for the Republicans. Let's have that honest debate that we've always wanted. All right. Speaking of gun lovers, if you are not uh, a, uh, a member of the USCCA, you need to be. Industry-leading education, training, trusted legal protection that you're going to need. Uh, God forbid if you ever need to protect your family with confidence. These guys will help you every step of the way. I think it's going to be tougher and tougher to own a gun. But let's not talk about that. They want to introduce themselves to you. They want to uh, meet you. They want to uh, interact with you. So here's what they have done. They are giving away 19 free guns right now. All you have to do is text uh beck b-e-c-k to 87 right now and they're going to reveal the identity of the gun now here it is the one they're giving away one of the most popular double action pistols in the world it is often the gun of choice for law enforcement officers civilians and our military i gotta check i don't have a phone can somebody just text just to see because <laughs> i'm it's driving me nuts i think it's i think it's a sig but i don't know uh, text 87222 right now. Reveal the identity of the gun. You're going to lock in your chance to win one of the 19 free guns. It's simple. It's quick. It's easy. 100% free. Just text 87. Uh, just text back to 87222. That's back 87222. All right. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, I, I think, I think there's only two ways that Donald Trump loses this election. Uh, and we're going to find uh, whether one of the shoes is about to drop today, the March jobs report. Now this could go awry at any time. But we're expecting some really good things here in about, uh, what, uh, 37 minutes? Or is this Eastern time? No, it should be out. It's out. Do we have yeah, it? Yeah, uh, uh, 196,000 jobs in March, which is a good number, That's slightly great. above expectations. Uh, unemployment remains at 3.8%, which were, was right at expectations. Okay, so we have been adding about 200,000 new jobs every single month. Uh, and that's really, really good. The other number that um, we should see today <clears throat> was the uh, uh, was the hourly wage earners. Is there anything on there about wages going up or down? Yes, uh, up three point two percent, which is I think it was slightly below expectations of three point four percent. Yeah, they expect hourly earnings at three point four, um, and that's the same increase that happened in February. That's the largest growth of wages in a decade. Now, the media is not going to harp on this. They're not going to tell you, but you need to text this to your friends. You need to send this to your friends so everybody knows, because psychologically, 
That's what's happening to us right now. Psychologically, we have been convinced that we are not a good nation, that we are a nation in the throes of collapse, that we are a nation that has this horrible racist past. We, we have they have soaked us and marinated us now in almost 20 years of we're the bad guys. Uh, and it's remarkable that we buy it, but we do. And it's in it's starting to seep into the fiber of our being. And that's one of the reasons why the capitalist system and the free market system is on the ropes, because no one's talking about the good stuff that the free market does. We have literally lifted billions of people out of poverty and starvation. If you look at what's happening in India right now, you know, India was this socialist country for a very long time. Did you even know, Stu, did your mother ever say to you, you know, they're starving people in in India? In India? Yeah. Where did she say the starving people were? China seems to be the one that I normally... Yeah, there's starving people in China now. Okay, well, India was a socialist nation. I've always thought of it as a capitalist nation. No, that that wasn't happening until I think like the 1980s. Uh, it was a socialist nation. It, it controlled the means of production and everything else. It was horrible. If you look at what's happening in India now, they're pulling people out of poverty. If India can pull mm-hmm. itself out of poverty, that's remarkable. And they know they're they're saying it. You know, all throughout India, it's the free market system. Everybody is able to now start a new job, sell something that they want to sell. It's truly a free market and it's working. We don't ever hear any of these stories. We don't, all we hear are the bad things. So one, if the economy goes bad or if people just believe it's bad, that will hurt Trump. The other way is if they get a very soft spoken guy. And I think Pete Buttigieg is one of these guys he scares me he's not he's a radical he's still a radical but he's saying things like i'm a gay man but i like chick-fil-a well americans are gonna like that message you know what i mean the if you put a killer next to a killer trump wins nice guy that's genuine mm, maybe not i don't know back all right can't fight fire with fire um, Simply Safe, 100% committed to helping you fear less at home. There's so much to say on that because I think of what's his name that was from Ohio that was, oh, the nice guy. He's not genuine. What was his name? The governor from Ohio. Oh, Kasich. Kasich. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Simply Safe protects your home 24 7. No hidden fees, no contracts, only $14.99 a month for monitoring. This is why they're the fastest home growing uh, home uh, home security company that is growing and now protecting 3 million people. Um, Simply Safe Home Security is um, a small company that still has the values that they started with. They're practically invisible in your home. You can order online. You can install it yourself in less than an hour. The system is wireless. It's only $14.99 a month when you want it. There's no contracts. $14.99 a month for the monitoring. This is giving you control and safety in your home. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get my 10% discount by going to this address. SimplySafeBeck.com. Free shipping, free returns, 10% off. SimplySafeBeck.com.
You'll get access to the Joe Biden expose next week, along with Pat Gray Unleashed every day. If you join blazetv.com slash Glenn, uh, use the promo code Glenn. Um, the, uh, uh, we welcome Pat Gray to the program. Uh, Pat, uh, who is a uh, member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, and uh, and is a fellow member along with me, in case you don't know. I had somebody come up to me the other day, and they were like, I've watched you for years. I've listened to you for years. Are you Catholic? <laughs> like, <laughs> really? You didn't? <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, huh. I, I used to be, but uh, no, uh-huh. I'm not now. Um, but I love the Catholics. Um, the uh, uh, There's a story out of the New York Times today. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said on Thursday that it would allow children of same-sex couples to be baptized. Now, in our church, you're baptized at eight. It's an age of accountability. Um, so we don't believe in the infant baptism. Uh, we believe that, you know, babies come out perfect, man. There's no sin. There's no such thing as original sin. We don't blame the sin of the fathers on the children. Um, yeah, because something happened called... Uh the atonement yeah anyway so um but at the age of accountability when you know the difference between right or wrong now you're going to need the now you're going to need that baptism yeah uh and uh and so we we baptize them so this is an eight-year-old baptism and this is one thing that i didn't like you know they came out um at 2015 and it was something that we'd never had to deal with before what do we do with children of same-sex couples and I don't know if the church knew what to do. And uh, so at 2015, they said, uh, no baptism. I didn't like that uh, at all because we don't blame the children mm-hmm. for something, you know, the parents do. So uh, the church has come out and said, we baptize uh, children of same-sex couples now, which I think is great. But then there's this confusing part in it uh, that says uh, the church will still consider same-sex marriage to be a serious transgression but it will not be treated as apostasy for purposes of church discipline. Instead, the immoral conduct in heterosexual or homosexual relationships will be treated in the same way. Which I think is consistent with the way they've always handled it. Always handle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I can so. you can be a member of the church and, and homosexual. Mm-hmm. If you're practicing homosexuality, no, because it goes against the doctrine mm-hmm. of, of the creation of family. Um, which is a cornerstone and always has been a cornerstone of our church is this is for procreation. I mean, it's for fun too, but it's for procreation and the building of a family. That's why we have such big families. We believe we just believe different things about families that they are eternal. It's kind of like everybody believes this. Oh, well, grandma's finally with grandpa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we believe that. We believe the family is eternal. Um, and so the job is to come down and create new children. The opposite of anybody who is a global warming person. We believe we should be having children. Um, and so if you are having premarital sex or if you're having sex outside of your relationship, uh, you know, your marriage you know you're you're disciplined by the church and you can if you're unrepentant you can you lose your member you're an apostate uh, and the church excommunicates you you know if you're like yeah i did it and i'm still doing it what's your problem dude yeah well you know what no that's not going to go well for you got a timeout bench for you over here mm-hmm. uh so i don't see any change here but this is being reported in the new york times as big change yeah i 
you know, does it surprise you that the New York Times is putting their own spin on it? No, I just wondered if you had a different thought on it <laughs> that that maybe I mean, this is no, I don't think it's it, it's certainly not a change in doctrine. Um, the baptism of the same sex couples is a little bit of change in policy. Um, but no children it, of same sex. Yeah, children. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's consistent with the way they've they've always handled sexual sin of yeah. any kind. And and the first presidency came out and said, you know, we just well, let me give you this exact uh, thing. Uh, we want to reduce the hate and contention that is so common today. Um, and I think they just because the whole thing is, you know, I, I'm on this kick. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. I've been saying this for like two years. I'm in the the bishopric of our um, of our of our church locally, and uh, uh, the bishop and I have been talking about it a lot. Keep it simple. It's really it's not about all the doctrine. It's not about all this crap. It's about love one another. It's not about all, especially the cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. It's about love one another. Let's stop talking about hey, we got to get other people baptized. No. That will come when they see how our families work and that we truly love them. And we're not loving them for any outside reason. You know, it's like a politician. That's why we want somebody authentic. We want somebody who really believes it, who has enacted it in their own life, and we see it in action. And we're like, you know what? I want that. That looks good. Mm Mm-hmm. And that just comes from loving somebody. When somebody just pops into your town is like, you know what? I got to tell you, your town of uh, Lake Owahachima is uh, is great. And I've always loved it. (laughs) Now, you don't even know how to pronounce it. (laughs) And that's that just comes from being genuine and loving people. Just keep it Mm -hmm. simple. Just I don't hate anybody and you're homosexual. I have good friends that are homosexual. I think are really good people. It's not for God to decide. You you work that out with God. And if tolerance and love were the goal of the other side of the equation, we'd already be there. Because, you know, I think that's how the vast majority of us feel. Vast. But that's, that's not the goal. The goal right. is that you change your mind on it. You have to feel as they do on the issue. Well, it goes back to, you know, I pulled this out the other day because of, uh, and it wasn't about sex and homosexuality. But it actually is exactly um, this now. Uh, I pulled something out just the other day from uh, the story of uh, Lot and going and the and the angels coming in and seeing uh, and trying to find somebody good so they don't you know destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And remember the the thing was is that they were sodomizing people mm-hmm. and they were sodomizing everybody. And uh, when Lot sees these two guys that are angels coming down the street and he's like, come, get into the house, get into my house, quick, 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 get into the house. Um, he gets them into the house and the, the, these guys, the town starts coming to Lot's door and they're like, get him out here, <laughs> get him out here. We just want to mm-hmm. give him a nice Sodom greeting. And he's like, no, 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 don't, no, I don't want to. So what is the. What is the it's a great telling of the story? Right? Thank you very much. <laughs> that's magical. But really, that's I mean, take it was off. magical. Yeah, yeah. but was. really, that is kind of it. Uh-huh. And and remember, they were mad at Lot 
He even, the part I never really understood, he even said, look, I got a couple of gals in here that have never had sex. They're my daughters. Have them. Okay? I mean, you're like, wait, wait, Lot, you're kind of going off the rails here. I think the angels must have been going, no, Lot, you misunderstand. Uh, <laughs> you have a, but, quite, a slight policy difference with you on this one. The, the reason why is because that's not what they were interested in. And it wasn't sex. Mm. It wasn't that they wanted to have, they weren't like, these angels are hot. <laughs> Uh, what was happening there was you must comply. If they are here, they must comply. You must do what we say. And it's not like you can just tolerate it. You must participate. Yeah. And that's what's happening now. You can't just go in your house and go, no, 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 guys, guys, guys. These are, these are, no, you must teach it to your children. <laughs> you must accept it. You must be vocal about it. In from from almost, what I understand, the angels were ripped, though. They were yeah. really, they, oh, they yeah. worked out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I well, think I mean, you there know, was just, an attractiveness just, component yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> All the wings kind of got in the way, I think, you know. This preview of Glenn's Sunday School message is brought to you by. <laughs> you know, if our Sunday School message were taught like that, more people would listen. <laughs> I think I'm going to start mm. teaching Sunday School on mm. the air just like that. Just. Let me tell you the story about Sodom and Gomorrah, okay? Here it was. Two hot angels are walking down the street. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pat, anything on your mind today? Uh, yeah, you know, since it's, uh, it's happy Hedwig Cohn Day, uh, I, I just kind of had some fun with... What? It, who's what? Hedwig Cohn? Who's, I'm sorry. Happy don't, don't, don't play that game. Come on. I mean, even Google is commemorating the hugeness of this event hedwig cone's 132nd birthday today i don't know who hedwig uh, cone is you won't hear about easter in a couple of weeks but right fortunately well, no, they'll they have, are celebrating they'll have the eggs day. and the peeps <laughs> for easter just, who is hedwig cone she, uh, I don't oh know it's why a she yes it's a she i don't know why you're playing this game right which is a famous physicist from <laughs> You know, 132 years ago. What did what did Hedrick Hedwig 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 Hedwig? She did. There's a name that just doesn't come back. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. Oh, it's I don't something. know, honey. What do you? Okay, all right, guys. If your wife is pregnant, and then you can call us on Monday this weekend, I want you to have a serious conversation with her and say that you saw this on Google. You're gonna have to look her up because I have no idea who she is. Pat will tell you in a minute. But I want you to say, honey, if it's a girl, and I'm being serious, Hedwig. Uh, because she was a famous physicist, <laughs> and see if you can see. And I want to hear the reaction from your wife. Yeah, there's a there's a de there's not enough people in the STEM programs for little girls. We right. really need to. I think yeah. it would be encouraging to a little girl to have a name of a famous physicist. Yeah, Hedwig. 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 But because Hedwig. we're, I'm in such a celebratory mood because you of, have the uh, Hedwig tree up. Yeah, I, for it's two actually, weeks now. For two so, weeks, I've it, had you it know up. what we we used to go with a tree, but we now do the. Uh, the hedge. The Hedwig hedge. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. We put it uh, in our kitchen. Not necessarily traditional, but, you know, different <laughs> yeah, strokes. You know, hey. it's, it's fine. Uh, so uh, today, uh, I was trying to avoid all madness. I, I think about Wednesday, I, I reached my limit of uh, incredible aggravation for the week. <laughs> yes. And so... Oh, you made it to Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I did. Huh. I did. But I'm done now, and I've had my fill. And so, uh, one, a listener... Did something beautiful for for uh, Helium Thursday mm. last night, and b b I know it's not Helium Thursday anymore, but you know we I can't wait another week to show you this because uh, here's Alex Jones participating in Helium Thursday. 
<laughs> this was made by Helium Thursday. And no. to feel what the children are feeling. <laughs> Go, buddy. Mom, we got we gotta get good people to stand up against these people. Fantastic. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't help with oh. your maximum weekly requirement of irritation. <laughs> Thank you so much, yeah. Pat. All uh, right, Bill Pat, O'Reilly's coming up in just a second. By the way, Hedwig Cohn uh, was a physicist and uh, fled Nazi Germany. Uh, it does seem to be a relatively amazing person. Yeah, so uh, there you have the earth. Hedwig, the name that just never comes back. I want you to try to convince your wife. And you got good material to convince. No, she's a hero. Yeah. It's great. All right. Uh, Cybercrime is real, and it's a problem all over the world, but the statistics are becoming unbelievable. There's a new report out shows data breaches in 2018 increased 424% in a year. Also, 71% uh, jump in dark web activity. 14.9 billion stolen identity records were exchanged on the dark web just last year. This is an epidemic, and it's only getting worse. Please visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Nobody can monitor all transactions and, you know, all, all things at all businesses. It just it can't happen. But LifeLock is the best in the business, and they have U.S.-based uh, specialists that work to fix the problem if there is a problem. They have pulled my butt out of the fire several times and alerted me and said, hey, we have a problem here. Are you doing this? Nope. They take care of it. It's great. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. You'll save 10% now. Promo code BECK, 10%. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. So here's some really good news for you. Listen to this. Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh jobless rate has now hit its lowest point since bell bottoms. It was in the 1970s, the mm. last time unemployment was this low in Pittsburgh. It's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Incredible. We're 3.8 nationwide. Which and is... they're at 3.6 in Pittsburgh. They haven't seen that unemployment rate since the steel factories were going. Think of that. It's great. I mean, that's what Allentown, the song by Billy Joel, that's all of this stuff was about. They're closing down the steel mills in Allentown. They're closing all these things down. 
Now they have the lowest unemployment rate since then. The only person when you hear Allentown and the line of and the union people have gone away makes me want to move to Allentown. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, that's the amazing thing is the unions through all of this trouble, this economic trouble since the 1980s, the uh, the unions never caught back on. I mean, people just left going, okay, you caused a lot of this. Yeah, well, there's ups and downs. I mean, we've had yeah, ups and downs. growth since the 80s, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. the ups and downs in those downturns, there was never really a strengthening of unions. I will tell you, I can give you 18 names of people right now that are going to try to make that happen again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all, all running, running for president. All running for president mm-hmm. um, under the D category. Yes. <laughs> under the D category. You know, if you want your nation to receive a D Go for it. Vote for any of these guys. We're looking for the A-plus kind of performance level. Their their ideas? No, not really. Barely a passing grade at best. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Real Estate Agents I Trust. Uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust is a way for you to get the real estate agent that will sell your home uh, on time. And for the most amount of money. And then a real estate agent, if you're moving someplace, especially someplace you don't know, you're going to be able to trust that this person understands you because one of the things is they're all listeners to the show. They're all fans. You can trust them because they have the same sense of values. But they're also going to be able to say, ah, this neighborhood's not quite right. This school district's not quite right for you. I understand where you're coming from. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want to sell your home, Sell your home fast and for the most amount of money with realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Bill O'Reilly is coming up in just a second. And we've got a lot to talk to Bill O'Reilly about. Uh, The Democrats are ramping up pressure on the Mueller report. But I really want to talk to him about what do we do about the border? Uh, State Department came out yesterday, said this is like a, a Hurricane Cat 5. Uh, that's happening on the border and it is if you look at what's really truly happening this is becoming full-fledged disaster what do we do bill o'reilly next the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program there is a lot going on uh today a lot going on more women accuse biden of misconduct Is that really important, or is this coming from Bernie Sanders? Uh, um, Jorge Ramos says... Those are the two categories. Is it important, or is it coming from Bernie Sanders? (laughs) It's true. That's kind of the whole world, isn't it? It really is. Uh, Nothing we can do to stop migrants from crossing the the border. Our old pal from uh, Univision is at it again. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly. I want to start, I think, with the border. Because it is becoming a full-fledged disaster. What do we do? Is the president right in saying, you know what, we're going to stop, we're going to stop giving aid. Will that make things worse? What should the president do? Bill O'Reilly, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You are never more than 60 seconds away in the first half hour of every uh, hour of this program from more content. Give me 60 seconds to tell you about the sponsor and then right back in with Bill O'Reilly. I got an an email in. Glenn, about a week ago, my son really got sick with a bug. It's going around, constantly coughing, runny nose, just miserable. After a few days of quiet, my wife got sick, sick. She still is. Now my daughter is sick as well. Everyone around me is hacking and sneezing, and I'm just waiting for my turn, but for some reason it isn't happening. I think I figured out why. 
I'm the only one in the family taking Field of Greens every morning. I start my day. Hopefully, I can get my wife on board before the next bug hits the family. Field of Greens, made of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Go to BrickHouseGlenn.com and get 15% off your first order when you use my first name, G-L-E-N-N, or you can call 833-746-4246. Give it a try. There's nothing to lose. Just a better, healthier you to gain. BrickHouseGlenn.com, 833 833- Seven four six forty two forty six brickhouseglen dot com field of greens. Bill O'Reilly joins us. He's got a new book uh, coming out this fall. It goes on sale the seventeenth uh, of September. The United States of Trump. How the President Really Sees America, extensive uh, time he's spending with the President right now. We'll talk to him about that as we get closer to the book. Uh, I want to talk to him first about the border and uh, and what's really happening there, Bill, and, and what should the President do? All right, so we have to take it from, uh, it's almost like a history lesson, Beck. Um, so get your pen out, um, because this is all intertwined. The movement to open the borders to any foreign national who wants to come here is driven by the progressive far left. And it's based upon the success that they had in California, now in Arizona and Nevada, of flooding the zones with foreign-born people. And after a period of time, they are able to vote. And by chain migration, they can bring their families in from overseas and the demographic in the state changes. That's number one. Number two, if Texas changes where you live from a red state to a blue state, it's over. Okay, that means that the progressive left will take over the United States of America. So, what is the easiest way, the quickest way to make that happen? Open borders, because people, millions of them, will pour into Texas. So in March, 200,000 people, it's estimated by the Border Patrol, I had the guy on um, BillOReilly.com, they got 100,000, and he estimates that 100,000 got into the country illegally. Of the 100,000 that they detained, about 50% of them are now saying, I want asylum. As soon as they say they want asylum, then the system cranks into motion. They have to be uh, interviewed. And then they are released because the Border Patrol and ICE is nowhere to put them. So they're released into the country and they're told, you have to come back for your asylum hearing, which will be in three or four years. Now, there's estimates all over the place, but I think it's fair to say most do not return for their hearings. So what you have now is you have a, uh, a surge into the United States of illegal uh, people, half of whom are applying for asylum. The system can't. Uh, absorb it. So what should happen is that we already have a state of emergency on the border, but President Trump should extend that by freezing all asylum requests right now, today. No more asylum requests are going to be uh, taken, and anyone who gets here and uh, applies for asylum has to go back to their home country. We'll we'll do the paperwork, but we'll call you when your time is up. Right. And if you have if you want asylum in the courts, if you want asylum, the way to do that is you go to your local embassy. But that's not the way the law reads. 
No, that and so the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals will will file a suit, but I think that the Supreme Court would hear an emergency uh, of this caliber right away, and so that's what the president should be doing because there's really no other way to to stop the surge of people coming in here. The uh, smugglers have figured out the asylum ruse. It makes sense to the people all over. Uh, Mexico and Central America, who are willing to pay up to $5,000 to move their family up to the border. And you can imagine how much money these cartels are making in that industry, so that's not going to stop. The only way to do it is to have an executive order freezing all asylum requests for six months. Anything, whatever. do you think the president do that? Well, I don't know why he doesn't. He's already on the record for saying it's a state of emergency, okay? And, you know, that was over the border wall, okay, but the border wall is going to take some time. In the meantime, you're, you're having millions of people trying to get in here before the wall is put up and before any kind of immigration law, new immigration law can be, can be passed. So you have to do it. I mean, it, well, you know, here's they the, use thing. the word invasion, and that's the word that CNN goes crazy about. Yeah, it is. It is. I live here in Texas. Bill, it is ne- in, in, in all of history, it has never been this bad. Um, the, this is twice the problem it was when the media was all up in arms under Barack Obama. When I went down and we delivered, I think, $8 million, three or $8 million, I can't remember, uh, a lot of money in food and everything else. We did tractor trailer after tractor trailer because it was a humanitarian crisis at that time. This is twice the problem. And now the media is nowhere to be found on this. They're not no, showing because it. They want, because they, they can't. They've already said the media that this understands is, the end game is to change the border states into progressive bastions and they've also they've also been on record saying this is not an emergency this is not a humanitarian crisis they can't show one now i think beto o'rourke may may have eliminated himself as a presidential contender by saying that because if i'm trump and rourke gets the or if i'm his democratic competition i put that soundbite up all day long i go this guy is so stupid he doesn't even know and he lives there that is a border crisis. Are you going to elect him? That's like saying after 9-11, yeah, there's no Muslim fundamental problem. There's no Al-Qaeda problem. I don't you know. It, it, look, but the political ramifications of this is why the media doesn't cover it. Correct. Because everybody knows that if you lose Texas and Florida and add that to California, Illinois, and New York, it's over. There's no presidential election anymore. The electoral votes are so overwhelming in those five states that the Republicans never have a chance. And, you know, Beto O'Rourke lost to Ted Cruz by 200,000 votes in a very conservative, what used to be a conservative state of Texas. That's not a lot. So that's what the, the whole big picture is. Uh, do you have any questions, you guys? No, I think you, I think you hit it. I think the one thing that Texans don't get right now um, and I think there's a lot of states that don't see this coming um, because of the collapse of California um, or the coming collapse uh, and the exodus. No, it's collapsed. It, it, California has collapsed. How to get worse? There's no, the, the two party system in California has vanished. Yes, I mean the economic law that says you don't have to have two parties on the ballot. It's the first two candidates that get uh, the votes in the primary, so they have right. Democrats run against Democrats. Correct. So California's out of out of the republic now, 
as far as any kind of competition or any kind of uh, diversity. You know, there's no diversity in California. No. If you're not a hardcore liberal, you're socially shunned, and you have no political hope. There's no diversity. You know, I'm reading a book, and change the subject real quick. Um, uh, I'm reading a book called Joke, and it came out in 1967. And it was originally a, a French book, <clears throat> and it was uh, written by this Frenchman about a guy in the former Soviet Union. And uh, he was he was doing fine, and everything was great. Uh, but he went to one of these training camps, and he was, I think, 20 years old. And he wrote a postcard back to his girlfriend, and, uh, you know, he was kind of making fun of the training camp, the communist training camp. And, you know, he didn't even think twice about it. What a moron. But he didn't think twice about it. He ended up in a hard labor camp for most of his life because of that joke. And I thought to myself, this is where we are headed. You, you look at we're being trained right now. You can't joke. You can't say things. You can't you can't be against the things that uh, that the people in power say is OK. Well, that's where we're headed. We're headed towards this totalitarian kind of uh, monolithic state that is going to have absolute control on on everything you think. Look at how you're being squashed right now. Uh, if you know, what was the uh, is it HR five? I think the uh, the Equality Act that uh, turns individual beliefs around about their sexual orientation and gender identity into protected classes. So it creates liberty, equality, privacy, and safety concerns because what happens is you will not be able to say things about gay marriage or anything else and still be in society. Um, medicine is going to be politicized uh, now. You, you, I mean, you'll lose your kids if you say, oh, no, I'm not giving my kids hormones so they can change uh, sex. Um, uh, professional counselors are going to be compelled to affirm same-sex marriage and transgender ideology. Creative prof- uh, professionals who serve all customers, but who understand that humans are born male and female, who believe that marriage means a union between one man and one woman, could be compelled to use their artistic gifts uh, gifts to create custom goods and services for events that violate their conscience. So, in other words, you must, under this bill, if you're a baker, you must make that wedding cake. Period. Yeah, I don't think the bill is going to get passed, but... Uh, everybody should understand, and then let me bring it back to the totalitarianism that you're worried about here, and it's true, um, because it's just an incremental thing. But uh, Biden, you know, I wrote a, a column called Biden is Time, all right? And very clever uh, pun. And, mm, kind of a, clever. Kind Biden of a dad time. joke. O'Reilly.com but... has it. It's true. Right. Okay. All right. So Biden, he isn't crazy far left, and he's a capitalist, and he's a white guy. So the progressive far left, the Soros people, as I call them, we got to get him out. So what do we do? Well, we do we, we do what we did with O'Reilly. Okay, uh, you're gonna have uh, all these people come out. Here, oh, here they come! Uh, now, um, circumstances different, but there's Joe. Joe had no blanking clue this was coming, and it was designed to marginalize him. To, to damage him to the extent that he would not lead the polls anymore in the Democratic mm-hmm. uh, race for president. It's so transparent, and it is so obvious. 
But Americans, they're not locked in yet. I agree with you. They're not locked in yet. And, you know, the time is getting where you're going to have to stand up. You know, I Prager on, uh, Dennis Prager on the uh, broadcast last night on BillOReilly.com. I said, Dennis, you know, is there any organization that you can see that might represent traditional and conservative Americans against all these boycotts? And, and tell the sponsors, if you bail and if you try to put people out of business for their speech, we're going to alert the whole country you're doing that, Mercedes-Benz. Is there anybody there? No. There's nobody. So... I'm saying to myself, there better be somebody soon. Because right, that's the only I wanna, way you can fight these people. These people have a lock on it now. I, I want to talk to industry. I want to talk to you a little bit more about that and, and Bernie Sanders when we come back here in just a second. One minute away, we'll go back to uh, we'll go back to Bill O'Reilly. I want to talk to you a little bit about your biggest investment. The biggest investment you will ever make is your home. And then when you go to sell it. You want the most amount of money. You want to be able to grab some of that money and make a profit on that house because you're seeing everybody else do it. Well, who do you trust? Who is out there that really knows to sell uh, how to sell a home? It's we, we so many times are like, well, my friend has a real estate agent as a son and he really. What are you doing, man? Would you do that with your with your uh, with the stock money that you have you, with your investment anywhere else? Well, I you know, he's just getting started. He does it part time. So I wanted to give him my retirement money. No real estate agents. I You need an expert in your area. It's not just an expert. It's got to be somebody who knows your area. Real estate agents, I trust.com. We're going to, we're going to match you with somebody who can sell your house or help you buy a new house. And they have your same sensibilities and they are the pros in your area. Real estate agents, I trust.com. Go there now. Real estate agents, I trust.com. 10 seconds, then back with Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, I don't think I've got a special next week on something that the media is avoiding that put Paul Manafort behind bars uh, and it very well could put uh, Joe Biden's son behind bars and possibly him behind bars. And it is more than one occasion and more than one country. Um, I think that there's a chance that Joe Biden backs away and does not does not run for president. Yeah, it depends what they have on him in the Ukraine situation, Eastern Europe. I mean, China's certainly worse. Biden was involved in uh, browbeating yep. Ukrainian authorities to do certain things. There's no doubt that he was. Um, but I don't know if that's enough. It's a little complicated, and uh, it's a little circumstantial. No, really nobody mm. looking at it. You can't trust the Ukrainians. So I'm not sure. Well, wait until the special next week, because I think we have it. Uh, we have it pretty All locked right. down. And also, it's not just Ukraine. It is. It is. There are several, several places all around the country or all around the world that is, is happening. But what I'm saying is. If if he feels like there's a chance that a Manafort could happen to his family because he steps oh, into sure. the spotlight, spotlight. Absolutely. If he feels that there is a criminal act that somebody could investigate that would bring charges against him or his family. But I don't know if that's going to save him. You know, uh, if, if 
what you are going to put forth is compelling enough. Um, but I don't know at this climate, you know, Trump probably not going to get involved with it. And Attorney General, you know, they got other things they want. I'm not sure. But, 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 you know, put it forth and we'll see what happens. Bill, do you think uh, Biden can get through the primary with some of his older statements? There's a new batch of them today saying Biden in 1991 said that drug dealers should get the death penalty. Mandatory minimum sentences are good and civil asset forfeiture is great. But he's evolved, Stu. <laughs> he's evolved. All we're yeah, talking about, though, is for the primaries. Remember, the primaries are going right. for what they well, nobody, really want. Nobody under the age of 35 is going to vote for Biden. So he's got to count on that working class Democrats who don't want to be socialist. I think there are enough of them where he and he's going to be tied into the Obama legacy. Obama, I think, are going to help him, although the Obama people now are helping Beto. But I think Obama, if he uh, would help him. So that's, those are two big cannons that, that he's going to come in. Because there are a lot of Democrats out there um, who don't want the crazy progressive socialists. And Biden pretty much the only one standing um, between the Democratic Party going that route and being a little bit more moderate. You're up in New York. Uh, if Biden doesn't get in... Once again, Bloomberg has threatened to throw his hat oh, in the ring. God, yeah, okay. uh. <laughs> you feel exactly the you know, same way about him. Look, it, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, there's no way, okay, that a guy with billions of dollars and five private jets and 18 homes is going to get the Democratic nomination. This is not happening. I mean, Romney couldn't even rally Republicans because he was so rich. And and Biden makes him look like a pauper. I mean, uh, Bloomberg makes him look like a pauper. There's no way. Come on. And Beto's family money, though, is uh, his his wife is incredibly wealthy. His the wife's family yeah, are billionaires. Wife, I mean, Beto does he has he ever had a job? I, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't seem to do much in Congress. Well, he's a three term congressman, but has he ever had a private job? Does anybody know? I I'm don't think so. Be facetious. Does anybody know uh, he's he, ever had a job? Uh, he, he worked for, we just did an expose on him. He worked for his father-in-law. His father-in-law? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. And, and what did, do you know what he did? He cut the law? What did he do? Uh, no, I <laughs> they think. They were in real estate, and yeah. they, there's a lot of shady uh, deals in yeah. El Paso. I think he was kind of like on the board. Uh-huh. He was yeah. being so paid. he wasn't paying houses, right? Yeah, no, I don't think he was. Uh, uh, Bob, Bill, do you think anything with Pete Buttigieg? Do you think there's any Buttigieg uh, you know, reality? Uh, I, I love the last name. Mm-hmm. Solid um, last name. Uh, in the, he looks like a nice guy. Yeah. I think he is. South, he's uh, presenting. Indiana? He's presenting uh, like himself. I mean, he's a, he's a vet, right? Yep. Yeah. He's presenting himself uh, in a way that would be very opposite, uh, give you a real choice between Trump style and his. He's like, look, I'm gay, but I eat Chick-fil-A. I like it. He's he's going for this. I'm really kind of sick of all this stuff. Why are we arguing? Mm. Uh, it could it could make an impact. Um, Hard to imagine a mount, the mayor of yeah. South Bend going to the presidency. But, but then again, you know, I mean, Trump you know, had no government experience yeah, and so, was president. We'll, we'll go back with Bill O'Reilly, get some more news of the day and uh, his wrap up of the week when we continue in just a couple of minutes. Stand by. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
Okay, if I said to you, I'm going to give you my uh, social security number. Oh, and I'm going to give you my driver's license number, and I'm going to give you my PIN and uh, all my financial information. If I said that, and I gave that all to you, you'd know I had lost my mind. But that's what happens when you log on to a private, or I mean a public Wi-Fi. You go on to public Wi-Fi, even if you have a passcode, it requires a passcode. It doesn't matter. Do you know some of those things are fake? When you go into a hotel and it says Hilton and, the, you know, guest, and then it, it's got a lock on it, you have to have the passcode. That's dangerous. But if you ever see one that's like Hilton hat head, and it's open, and you're like, ah, I'm just going to do this one. I don't remember the passcode. That could be a fake one, somebody just setting it up, trying to gather information. You need a secure VPN if you want to keep your information safe. Norton Secure VPN does not log your online activity in the app usage. It is truly a private network, and it will help protect you from anybody who is trying to get into your stuff or monitor your stuff. VPN, get one now only from Norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at $333 a month. It's Norton.com slash VPN. Norton.com slash VPN. So get on your Norton Secure VPN and go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. There you can sign up for a Blaze TV membership and save 10 bucks with the promo code Glenn. All these news reports that some Mueller investigators believe that A.G. Barr buried alarming evidence in his four-page letter, that perhaps these same Mueller investigators saw the evidence, say the evidence Barr left out, showed the president engaged in obstruction of justice, that the Trump presidential campaign was manipulated by Russian intelligence. It all paints a picture that the American people and future presidential candidates really need to see. President Trump and his toadies can speak petulantly and relentlessly about fake news and unfair partisanship. But the only facts we get through the stone wall of White House flackery is carried by public servants who will not sit quietly and by journalists ready to carry their truth into the grace of public light. <laughs> carry their truth into the grace of public life. Bill O'Reilly response. I wrote that for him. <laughs> yes. I, I think Cory Booker that wrote that for toadies. him. Yeah. yeah. If you ever hear toadies, I wrote it. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Chris Matthews, and that's what he does, and that's why very few people watch him, even though he's been on the air for 57 years. Uh, you have Rachel Maddow now hitting the oh. lowest numbers of her career yeah. and the left turning on her. Ooh, ooh. Uh, what do you want me to say about that? Um, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. Well, the Jeez. the we, you have you have CNN with its low ratings, and yeah, you but have they're disastrous. Uh, I mean, I know MSNBC but... has declined, but CNN. You you realize this guy Tapper, who I really despise. I like. I know you like him. Yeah. But you're the only one in the country who does. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think his wife likes you're him. You're the only one, and I I applaud you for your humanitarian. Yeah. He had six hundred and forty thousand viewers the other day. You could put a monkey on for an hour. Okay, just one monkey. You could. And I gave him a little banana, a couple of a couple of things to eat. And people would watch to see what the monkey would do. And then they'd go away, they come back. I wonder what that monkey's doing. All right? You could get more than 640,000. If you had, 90, if you had yeah. 95 million households, which they have, you could beat him with a monkey. You are, that's no <laughs> yeah. exaggeration. I believe that to be true. 
yes. You could beat him with a monkey, maybe a parrot, if the parrot mm. had enough vocabulary. If you had a parrot and a monkey. Ooh, that's huge. That's huge. And you get a million. You get a million. You might be Chris Cuomo. Right, right. If you had, if you had uh, them. But, but what I'm saying here is, is that yeah. the, the interesting thing is, is that the left is turning. The left is the one now coming out and saying, you know, she's just a crazy conspiracy theorist. Nah, That's what's happening. I don't hap- believe that. What are you Still, basing that on? There's been a couple of stories this week, and they're they're basically saying that she is ignoring uh, what came out with the Mueller report, nah, and that's still, a bunch of bull. she look okay, unless well, she has a, some conspiracy thing going on, she's boring. It's just her. She just sits there for an hour and then spins these crazy things. It's like watching a UF member Art Bell. It's like watching Art Bell. Well, you know. I saw these uh, there in the mountains of Winnemucca. Wait, 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 wait. Do not take down Art Bell. I heard, (laughs) and I'm not making this up. Hang on just a second. Hold on. I am not making this up. And tell me this isn't better than a monkey. I swear to you. One day I was driving in and I was going to work for Premiere and it was three o'clock in the morning. And Art Bell, I was I was going to be in the studio next to Art. And I'm driving in and I hear him wait a minute i turn on the radio and he says wait a minute tell me this story again and the guy says art i know it sounds crazy but every time i go out it rains rocks on me nobody else it's (laughs) it's a cloud of rocks that rain rocks just on me and whenever i leave a building or leave i haven't left my house in two years because i'm telling you art i know this sounds crazy but it's raining rocks only on my head and it was a 20-minute interview, and it was riveting. So please yeah, know, don't put her no, into that category. That's not crazy. Um, <laughs> no, that, that's perfectly normal. I, I have uh, little uh, metal spears come down when I walk out. Okay, that, That's probably so true. I want to say a couple of things. Uh, I want to congratulate you and Stu on your coverage of Unwanted, the movie. Oh, thank you. Unplanned, yeah. Mm -hmm. Unplanted. Okay, unplanned, I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, You know, I open up my local newspaper, Newsday, which is, you know, the usual um, foolish left, I Mm -hmm. call it, uh, publication. Mm -hmm. And um, the movie is playing on Long Island, and they don't list it. So every other movie is listed. They have a little capsule of reviews, what it's about, where it is, not that one. You know... It's really sinful, and, I, and I'm using that word in a judgmental capacity to try to do this. If people want to see unplanned, um, they should be able to make that choice without you not publicizing it, not taking their commercials. This is just the height of what we were talking about at the beginning of the interview, of this totalitarian regime. So uh, if you run a movie counter to our far-left belief system, then that movie should not be publicized or even shown. And Americans have got to get angry about this, because if we continue to go down this road, we will be in a country that punishes free speech. And we're in college campuses. We have to have a presidential executive order threatening the colleges of money cutoffs if they don't uphold the First Amendment. That's where we are. That's where we are now, and it's getting a thousand times worse. So anyone who wants to see unplanned and wants to know the other side 
of the abortion issue should go to see it this weekend because that sends a message. It does. It does. And I and I don't know if you've seen it yet, Bill, but it is. I have not seen it. I've not been able to get out. Could I could uh, I have the company it, send you a, a, a screener? Sure, sure. sure. Uh, it is. Um, it's really it's, powerful. It's not the issue. I mean, no, I, I have know. my personal belief system that I I'm know. pretty uh, pretty clear about, but I'm not trying to impose it. Okay, what I'm trying to say is there are two sides to this story, but you only hear one side. Correct. And if you state the other side that life should be protected, then you are a evil person who should be punished. That is the far left belief system. Punish, hurt, destroy. And I, I, we got we to gotta start to rise up against it. Um, Bill, uh, let me go back to Mexico. I know we started there, but let me go back sure. to Mexico. Um, uh, this is what I'm hearing the president say, and I know it'll cause a lot of problems down uh, south of the border, and I don't like it. But he has got to be able to have a stick uh, on stopping these countries from from sending their people to us. Uh, they've got to get control of things. And I think they will if we say, you know what? We're going to take a six-month uh, hiatus from you guys. Uh, and I'm not sure about that. Um, you think it might I make don't it mind just... him cutting off aid to El Salvador and Guatemala. That's and what I mean. That's... Because obviously they are trying to subvert our system. That's what I'm talking about, Yeah, is cutting they're, they're, aid. It's obvious these countries are so screwed up. They want the people to leave because they can't support them, and they want to subvert our, our laws, and they're going to facilitate that. Mexico does it, too, all day long. I mean, when you have a country controlled by drug cartels, which Mexico is, I mean, you got a problem. And uh, Trump has got to confront the problem, but he's got to do it in a way that doesn't harm the United States. And by shutting the border down... That would throw our economy into somewhat of a turmoil. No, I'm talking about cutting off aid. Yeah, yeah, but the aid is inconsequential in the sense of how much it is. It's not a lot. But sure, you want to send a message? Send a message. You better shape it up. But they're not going to do it, Beck. I spent some time down there. I know what it is down there. It's so corrupt, it's just staggering. And, you know, when you, you elect a president of Mexico, you think, well, he's a president. He's got power like our president. No. But he doesn't. He doesn't. The most powerful people in Mexico are the heads of the cartels. They have little armies, and they will cut your head off if they don't like you. And and the president of Mexico doesn't have that kind of power. No, the president of Mexico, in fact, but, you know, he's not willing to use them. Yeah, the president of Mexico, I mean, he didn't want to even use armored cars and everything else. He didn't want Secret Service. That guy that he even made it to the presidency with his feelings on, you know, security and being one of the people and I'm going to ride the bus and everything else. Whoever the president of Mexico is, if he's a true reformer, He's going to have to live in an iron or Kevlar bubble. And the fact that this this president uh, can be as open as he is um, and uh, and not have any problems with the cartels coming after him is a statement in and of itself, I think. Well, you don't know what the deals are in the back room, though. Right. I don't want to just smirch the man's character, but every single time that we have a trial of El Chapo or these people, all of a sudden, everybody in Mexico is on a pad. I mean, this is the testimony. All right, Nieto, 
they said in the El Chapo trial. Oh, yeah, I was getting millions of dollars. I don't know, but I do know this. If you have lost your country to drug cartels like Mexico has, then you're a danger to the United States. I mean, the country's a danger to us, and we've got to deal with it, but we can't deal with it in a way that hurts our, our own people, and that's why it's so complicated. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You can hear him on BillOReilly.com. You can watch his show, the No Spin Zone or No Spin Area or whatever you had to do to call no it. No Spin to... News, Beck. It's yeah, not that's what hard. It is. Yeah, no, well, it's no Spin News. Uh, and the new, Just write it down. The new me, book please. is uh, The United States of Trump, How the President Really Sees America with a lot of, uh, a lot of detail work that you're not going to get anybody else uh, from anybody else. That comes out in September and you can pre-order it now. And Bill, one more thing before you leave. Uh, your theory on having a monkey on television and beating uh, 660,000 viewers. Uh, Curious George swings into spring, a special brought in 4.3 million viewers. <laughs> so you were dead. On I on want a monkey. I'm going to put a monkey on. I'm going to put a monkey on. I'm going to do a show with just a monkey. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But just make sure you name the show Curious Beck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bill. I appreciate it. Do you. Bill O'Reilly. By the way, if anybody <laughs> has... Uh... You say, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Uh, we, uh, if anybody knows how to get a monkey, uh, and an entertaining monkey, I don't want just a, I don't want a sleepy monkey, but I want to do that show for an hour. I mean, do, do I get the hour off, or do I... Am I... No, I think I get the hour off. I mean, you're the monkey. I mean... I'm the monkey? I'm the monkey. You're oh, so the, you're saying you're just going to put a monkey in front the of the monkey, microphone. You're the guy going, don't, don't, monkey, don't say that. Don't say that. Okay. No, that's not where we were going. You, we didn't talk about that monkey. Right. That's really your job. Mm-hmm. So it'll be Stu and the monkey uh, soon. <laughs> anyway, uh, X-Chair is our sponsor. Uh, X-Chair, really, as comfortable as a recliner than any kind of office chair that you've ever sat in. And uh, it is it is that comfortable it is uh, adjustable in every possible way you can you can imagine, uh, and it's for your home or for your office. You spend more time in your office chair than you do in bed. Isn't that amazing? We got to get out and walk once in a while. I think. Nah. Anyway, uh, the X Basic model, the X Chair Basic, hundred dollars off. Right now, you can get it for as low as $28 a month, 0% financing. You order today. You also get a free footrest. The new X Basic and all X chairs come with a 30-day, no questions asked, guarantee of complete satisfaction and free shipping. So get it now. X chair on sale for $100 off. If you go to xchairbeck.com, that's X chairbeck.com. You'll also get the free footrest, the letter X chairbeck.com or 844-4X-CHAIR 1-844-4X-CHAIR xchairbeck.com This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I'm, I'm Stu and I are talking uh, after uh, the Bill O'Reilly break. I think Bill, I think Bill is wrong on uh, his view on Biden and the scandals that are ahead of Biden. Um, and I think Biden will, he, there's a good chance he self-selects out uh, because he doesn't want his son to go to jail. And, uh, you know, you can go out while you're on top. It's not like he's a 50-year-old man. He's 79. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to wreck my image. I'm going to go out on a low note, uh, possibly win or possibly lose 
possibly because I even run, my son goes to jail. I don't think that sounds like something Robinette would want to do. You're talking about Joseph Robinette Biden Jr.? Yes. Yes, because that is his actual middle name. Right. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's less of a it's less of an issue for the campaign. It's le- like the lowest priority is this primary because the Democrats are going to go after him on things he said that sounded conservative in the past. Yes. They're going to go after him on, you know, touching women. There, there's a lot of other, you know, ways to attack Joe Biden that are going to be more successful and in the not primary. Gonna, but in general, I think it will come up. And they're not going to go after him because I think that the Clintons and others are this Manafort thing was not isolated. No. Everybody was playing in that sandbox. Podesta was in the same thing. Right? Correct. He was doing the same types of things. So, you know, it will take the Republicans to go after him uh, on this. And Manafort is already out. Uh, he's going to jail. And I think that Joe Biden is smart enough to see that. But it's not just the Ukraine. Uh, what happened in the Ukraine is bad. And, you know, Bill said that's confusing. No, it's really not. It's really quite simple. And a lot of the big facts are already out. I mean, it's not like you need an investigation. Well, there's a smoking gun. No, no, no. Here are the facts. Look at the, look at the trail. It's a lot of it's already out. And I don't even think the Ukraine is the worst one. I think when you see next week what we lay out, um, I think there's one that's much bigger than that. I think you're right. And I think the other part of it is when you have him making this decision, he is in a he's a, he is in a position of, of reverence right now. Yep. And he can live out his years if he doesn't run for this uh, in, in a position of reverence. And his son um, is not under threat. They've yep. got all that money. And he doesn't have to worry about the women thing. He doesn't have nope. to worry about the stuff in Ukraine. Nope. All call the other it a day. Yeah, you could just call it a day. And you can be you could speak at the convention. You can have this adoration. is my this is my he'll become the elder statesman. This yeah. is my prediction on he, he's going to I think he's going to call it a day because really i do Mm. Uh, watch next week's special we urge you please sign up now for the blaze tv.com blaze tv.com use the promo code beck and save i want to tell you about the uh spotlight bill o'reilly just uh talked about this and he's right unplanned uh this is a great movie that you should go out and see and and i want you to know this is not a dirge. This is not somebody like, I got to go see that abortion film. Don't feel that way. This is actually a very uplifting film. I know it's hard to believe, but it is. You will leave feeling uplifted. It is a really good uh, movie that has a dark place in it, but a very happy and satisfying and true ending. Halfway through, I was filled with the hope of, I think we're going to see the end of this in my lifetime. It's it's really great. See it in theaters right now. Please go this weekend and see unplannedfilm.com. Take your family, take your friends, unplannedfilm.com. See it now and send uh send a message to those who are squashing this voice, not taking advertisements for it and everything else. Send a message. Doesn't matter what you say. We'll go see it if we want to. unplannedmovie.com. Of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. We are officially up to 18 people running for president on the Democratic side. But just the 18. But just the 18. That's They're it. not even done yet. No. It might get up to 25 by the time this is done. This is crazy and great. 
especially if you're in the comedy business. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so new data from 2018 shows property crime continues to frustrate Americans. 77% of all crimes are property crimes. 88% of all burglaries are residential. Three out of four homes in the U.S. are going to be broken into in the next 20 years. Renters are more vulnerable to property crime than people who own their home. Police can only clear about 13% of all burglaries due to lack of evidence. Holy cow. Look at There's a couple of things. The last stat I have is that uh, only 10% of the homes who have burglar alarms are actually burglared, burgled, burgled, uh, burgled, uh, because what <laughs> burglared, burg, burgled, it is burgled, right? Burglar, burglar, yes, mm-hmm. love that story. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, what happens is it, burglars will go to a, a home, they will see that it has an alarm, and they'll just go to the next home because most people, I can't believe this, but most homes don't have a burglar alarm even if it's just sitting there not working most people don't have one why Uh, contracts expensive yada 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 you don't think you need one believe me you need one with the world going the direction it is i remember the good old days when we never had to lock our front door well, you do now. SimplySafeBeck.com. Go to SimplySafeBeck.com right now. 10% off. That's a 10% discount. You get free shipping, free returns, 10% off now. State-of-the-art, uh, inexpensive, and also no contracts, no strings. Uh, it is all wireless, state-of-the-art technology. When the, when the police say, well, we don't have any evidence, you will with SimplySafe. It's a... It's a it's a high-resolution picture, not one of these fuzzy blobs that you see on the convenience store cameras where you're like, well, if you see a man that looks like a gray and black blob, <laughs> he's a man. SimplySafeBeck.com. That's SimplySafeBeck.com. Andrew Heaton. The host of uh, Something's Off with Andrew Heaton, and not to be confused with Alex P. Keaton, mm. is uh, here. Welcome to the uh, big show. How are Thank you? Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be back. I'm glad yeah, yeah, to be yeah. back on your program. Yeah, well, we'd like to have you here. We we uh, we want to talk to you a little bit about your thoughts on uh, Bernie Sanders and, and okay. what you think is... I, I just announced just uh, last hour that I think that Bernie Sanders... Now, I'm always wrong on these things, so, you know, this isn't worth... This isn't worth monkey crap that's been thrown against the wall. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't think, I think Bernie Sanders is going to, is not going to run. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one because he's already running. Uh, not Bernie Sanders. Uh, Joe um, Biden. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe okay, Biden. Good. Yeah, I, I follow him a bit more. I'm yeah, like, okay. that, that's a really good uh, April Fool's joke yeah. Bernie Sanders is doing. The end of it, he rips the mask yeah. off and turns into Andy Kaufman. This is the greatest performance art of I'm his I'm not lifetime. dead and I'm not Bernie Sanders. You don't think Joe will run? I don't think Joe will run. Really? How come? Uh, because we're doing a show next Thursday that you have to watch. Um, but we're going to uh, put together the stuff that is that shows he is the most corrupt uh, vice president in the history of America. Uh, and it's the 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 it's staggering. We'll be able to make the case in 20 minutes. And actually, I think we're going to make this case in about 11. It's not complex. It's very, very simple. And all of the work's already been done. I mean, we know the names, we know the banks, we know the money amount, we know all of it. 
and all somebody has to do is care. I, I will watch that. I, I'll tell you, my, my default state is I like him temperamentally. He seems like a nice person. I would go get a beer with him. But far be it from me to close my eyes to evidence of a corrupt politician. I think I have a higher obligation so to do you remember? Do you remember when <laughs> Joe Biden, what was it, Stu? How many years ago, Joe Biden was caught uh, in his Senate campaign uh, and he was giving his kids money to make like puka shell necklaces or something. They were doing something and they're like, oh, it's a gift from the Senate. And and he had such, you know, he had X number of dollars that he could buy gifts for people under the Senate rules. But what he did is he had his kids make stuff. And then he was taking those campaign money, that campaign money, and that Senate money, and he was funneling it to his kids. And he was like, what? They're making nice things. I like these better than anything else. I give them away. That it's was a Biden? scam. That's a great Biden impression. I, I'll say <laughs> I, would, I would have more. I'd actually kind of respect it if he took the, the nth degree. And it turned out that while a senator, he had like several very active sweatshops in his offices right. at the Senate. <laughs> right. I'd be like, that's industrious right there. Yeah. Can I? Because I've, I've been thinking about if he runs good campaign tactics that his campaign manager should do. Can I can I run some of these by you? Yeah, that I think sure. would help a lot. OK, so first, it is my personal theory. I think this would explain so much, so much about the. The coverage on the awkward, touchy nature of Joe Biden the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I think this is my conspiracy theory. I think his doctor meant to send him blood thinner, but accidentally sent him ecstasy for the last 15 years. <laughs> that would explain, that would a, explain lot, a lot. Wouldn't it? it would. He just constantly he's in a fabric store like that's right. just sort of his default state. <laughs> right. So I like, first of all, have either and all of the gaffes. Yeah. Yes, it would. And, and I, he's like, I don't remember that. And I, I would I would just all I would do is try and get all of the other candidates to be on ecstasy because that would be a fantastic Democratic blank. They might they might be already be on ecstasy. <laughs> that would you know what? I will say that would be a either hilarious or truly disturbing first presidential debate. If all of the twenty five candidates are on ecstasy, they might have to blur it. A lot of rubbing. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of rubbing. rubbing yeah, going a lot on. of rubbing. But here here's what I would the other thing I would do, because he's getting in trouble for this. If you're Joe Biden's uh, secret campaign manager. I think you should all like there should always be three or four people off the sides of any speech he gives that are all holding puppies so that when he leaves, he can get that out of his system and just vigorously love <laughs> right. dogs and puppies. Right. right. Uh, that's the first thing I would do. And then uh, second, I would always have <laughs> I'd always have some duct tape and kitchen oven mitts. And before he goes into a crowd, you're like, oh, Joe, come here. And just put these oven, oven mitts, mitts on and tape them on so that he can touch people but he has to do it through an oven mitt i think that, that i think would, that's good that seems like it, we're, we're meeting yeah. everybody halfway. so so what, let me ask you this what is your take on on him and touching because i i don't i think it's creepy i think mm. it's really creepy but i don't think he's actually like michael jackson it was creepy that he had an amusement park in his backyard that's cool. The creepy part was the kids. <laughs> Having an amusement right. part's awesome. I would totally right, do But that. it was creepy for an old man, you know, a 50-year-old guy to have the amusement park in his backyard. It yeah. was like, that's a sign. You know, uh, the candy wrappers in the closet. Another pretty big sign. Okay? Yeah, that one's weird. <laughs> right. right. But, but you have your own candy room until, at that point. Uh, until, you had, until you put, you know, the Home Alone kid into the mix, it wasn't real creepy. It was just like, that's pretty odd. Hmm. Uh, it. I think it goes to a t intent. Yeah, and I don't think his intent is to molest people. I agree with you. I'm. I'm on. Like, I think that he is. He has no sense of personal space, which again, I think is because of ecstasy. But I don't. Think, I don't think it's sexual, though. I, I agree. With you. I don't. I, I, I don't. Think I, don't so. I don't like. I. I kind of. Maybe sometimes it is, but 
but most of the pictures I've seen where he's whispering in the, you know, the the uh, the head of the secretary of defense is sworn in. You don't rub her shoulders and say, you know what? While he's speaking, what do you think? You and I go off into the back room. You don't say that no. to a guy who can bomb your house. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think like it will cause problems because let's say that there is a, a President Biden. Uh, if there's a President Biden, there might, you know. Belgium might feel uncomfortable having so many troops in its personal space. He might not have a good sense of boundaries. <laughs> right. There might be problems right. there. I could also see, like, I just, I, in my mind, <laughs> I just, be funny. I see, I see Biden going to sleep at night and just randomly texting people like John Bolton going, can I touch your mustache? Like, just like, this like weird tactile, not sexual, but just, yeah, this, this very like, and I think, I think he also in his mind, in his mind, he's like, I'm Joe Biden. Everybody loves me. Yes. Why wouldn't you want an Eskimo kiss for me? Yes, like, I really so, think that's it. Yeah. I really think that's it. Mm-hmm. He is convinced that that people are honored when he would do that. But he, you know what? Can I tell you something? Some of them are. Some of them are. And that comes from this, this you know, people, when, when you have a celebrity and they're taking drugs and everything else, but they're still hitting the mark every night. There are people who are in their life. They're like, give him the drugs, man. Give him the drugs because they don't care about him necessarily personally. They know if we have to bring him to rehab, he might lose the magic. Mm. He's going to go off the road for a while. We don't know what's going to happen. Just keep it going. And I think that there are people in in everybody's life that are important. And it should be his lovely wife, Jill, that says, dude, (laughs) That's creeping me out. Stop it. You're, you're braiding Stacey Abrams' hair. Stop that. You're doing it on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not appropriate. Don't right. touch your hair, Joe. I mean, I really think this is more of a problem. You know, I used to say all the time, you remember Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes? Yeah. His wife hated him. Hated really? him. Okay. No, I don't know for sure. I'm just, I'm saying that because no oh, yeah. wife goes, allows their husband that she loves to go on television with eyebrows like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like a wife that loves you right looks at you and says honey c- come here i gotta cut those eyebrows mm-hmm. okay andy rooney's wife hated him or at least or what maybe she was blind so she didn't know or she just never looked at him she was so indifferent she was like whatever and she didn't even look at she him loved eyebrows yeah. <laughs> no i don't think so uh and, and that's the same thing with jill his lovely wife jill where is she? This says something more to me about does Jill ever watch anything that does he ever go home and say, ah, oh, honey, man, you got to see this. I was doing a press conference and we just swore and watch this video of what I was doing. Does she watch the news? Does he ever come home and say, I had the best day. I gave free memory exams to a lot of people <laughs> right. in Congress and it wasn't sexual. I just right. really care. I care about cancer research. Right. Like, mm. <laughs> Where did you? It was in the elevator. It was in the elevator. I just spent about four hours in the elevator. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Andrew Heaton. Uh, and, uh, by the way, can we go over just a couple of headlines with you sure i'd love to we got a couple of good really good really good stories i'd like to end the week on some happy things because i've i've got a couple of really good stories here too that you know all the news doesn't suck mm-hmm. mm, it doesn't make you want to kill yourself there we go okay high say, high bar to clear mm-hmm. yeah 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 news that doesn't make you want to kill yourself coming up in just a second first let me tell you about x chair Stu. Love the X chair. Love the X chair. X chair. It's. uh, I mean, if you are the type of person who has a job in which they have to spend six, seven, eight hours a day, have to, have to choose to. Yes. All right. And it's not fun because most of these chairs are not comfortable at all. However, when you sit back in your X chair, 
you realize it's about as comfortable as a recliner. I mean, you are. Let me tell you something. If it wouldn't, if I wouldn't become one of those people that were in the grocery store that could walk, but yeah, I've got the chair with the, you know, the, yeah, you got the cart. Why are you walking? I got the cart. Why am I walking? Mm -hmm. I would make this, I would put electric wheels on this thing. X chair sounds great. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Except then they would have to have a seat belt and, uh, you know, But but you would also look like a bond villain. If you had a motorized X chair, yeah. it would be like that scooting around. It's got a little bit of a high back. I think you could pull it off. <laughs> I want it motorized yeah. now. Now I want it motorized. I don't anyway. know how it would do over bumps. I mean, you have to put like bigger tires on it, I think. It's not really designed to go like tw- 25 miles an hour. You'd, you'd be it's, like a Craigslist. I don't need James it to Bond go 25 though. miles an hour. You need to go walking speed, which is what, about two? Yeah, yeah I just need it walking up and down the hallways with people. You know, like, you know what? Come take a walk with me. And then I just <laughs> in my X chair down the hallway. Mm-hmm. I think that's good stuff. All right. I'm mm-hmm. with you on this. All right. I like this. Okay. You can't have one, too. No. Because there cannot be two super What if villains? he can have one, but it can only go one mile an hour? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he always has to go slower than your, yeah. your chair. Okay. I like that. X chair. Uh, you can order one right now uh, as low. Uh, this is not the mechanical one that will actually, you know, go down the hallway. As low as $20, uh, $28 a month with 0% financing. $100 off right now. The new X chair basic. All X chairs come with a 30 day, no questions asked, guarantee of satisfaction. Really great chairs. X chair on sale now. $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. X chair Beck. That's the letter X chair Beck.com or call 1 844 4 X chair. 1 844 4 X chair. So we're going to go back to headlines here with Andrew in a second. One quick, th- more one more quick thing on on Joe Biden. So next week we are doing uh, what I believe is the first ever Joe Biden uh, <laughs> NCAA tournament bracket uh, of uh, the creepiest photo mm-hmm. um, of Joe Biden. We have sixty four of sixty. We had to narrow it down yes. to sixty four. We went through. I mean, there is, and there was a lot of them I've never seen before. I mean, there are things where his 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 hand is on the thigh of men. It's creepy. Oh, there's a lot of creepiness in here. Uh, one thing that is is an interesting pattern that has been noticed by the deep research we've done on this particular topic mm-hmm. is that the the invasiveness level of Joe Biden creepy photos is higher when the women are attractive. Mm-hmm. And now, because I, I push back against my theory that because mm. I'm with you, I don't think it's necessarily well, that's sexual. Why, that's why I push but, back on you just a little bit. I don't think it's sexual, but, but there are times when it helps. Okay, well, what if what if the new rule is that if you meet Joe Biden, you can touch his thigh? And that's fine. See, that seems like that's an, like a, an egalitarian way to approach this. Right. Where like, just if you're listening, you meet Joe Biden, try and make him uncomfortable. See if you can pull it off. Because really, what would he do if you went up to him and hugged him and like laid a big like, uh, uh, just licked the side of his face? Could he complain just about that? Don't let go of the hand. See, see, that- I want to go up to him and grab him by the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that uncomfortable, Mr. Vice President? I don't think he could say it. Could he, could he legitimately no. complain about anything? What if he no. just leaned over and said green light? <laughs> what, if, what if he can't be flat? That's possible. Okay, uh, let me give you a let, uh, 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 let me give you one story, and then uh, and then Andrew, let's see if you can uh, okay, we can top it. All right, uh, Kaz James 
says he felt like a dog ever since his childhood. He said, I always have felt weird, unable to relate to humans. Uh, and you know what? I'm a dog. <clears throat> he is um, he has now joined an online pup play community with open minded friends as he's transitioning from part time dog to confident canine. Uh, he is um, he is a full time orange and brown and camo canine. Uh, he he unleashes his doggy personality more and more every day. He's now barking at friends. Uh, he carries items with his teeth. Uh, he actually eats, you know, dog uh, snacks. Uh, he wears a dog mask often. Uh, he licks and bites friends now, and he's in a uh, in a twenty five hundred dollar fur suit that he wears all the time. Uh, that is fantastic. <laughs> I wish he lived in Dallas. Uh, I, I I love dogs, but I, I live at an apartment, so I'm kind of hesitant to get one. And so I just I walk dogs at the animal shelter on weekends. That guy could drive himself. I could just be like, "Hey, dog," or I don't know what his what his dog name is. Hey, Rex, like meet me at the park, and he'll show up in his own car, and then I don't have to worry about like carrying a pooper scooper around. I I presume he still handles that, and we'll just play frisbee for a bit, and then like maybe I'll train him to attack a neighbor. Uh, so like that, all of that sounds great to okay. me. Okay, all 100%. right, 100%. All right, Stu, can you see if we can get uh, the dog? On? I'll, get him, I'll get him a bed. I'll get him like a really big dog bed, and he could live in my living room for a bit. No, I think that might be a reason why you don't have a girlfriend. Uh, let's see don't if we can get him on the Don't pay attention to Rex. He's a good dude. Him. Yeah, <laughs> He's a, he just likes to lick. But don't him. make eye contact. Yeah, it's bad. All right, give me some of the headlines. Got, that you okay, have. so this is this is one. Uh, this is this is a global headline. Argentine football fan brings grandfather's skull to title celebrations so he wouldn't miss the occasion. So <laughs> just to reemphasize this, this is like a football game or no, it's or like a, like so a soccer, soccer game, right? But like, like uh, yeah, soccer game. And he brought it there. I can't think of a worse fate than to have my skull incorporated into future sporting events. I don't I don't mind soccer that much, but like American football, I don't want to go off because I'm going to alienate some of your listeners, but it's like 19 hours plus finding parking, and there's 12 minutes of gameplay. I can't think of anything worse than having my skull after I'm dead, Could still I, being forced to deal with that see, nonsense. See, that's the difference between you and me. I, I look at this story, and I think to myself, man, I'm glad I live in America. <laughs> you know, because... It's, we have more secure graves. Yeah, harder and to get I your think grandpa's it, head. you know, apparently it's not unusual that you have your grandfather's skull. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you go to a American football stadium. Somebody's sitting there with a skull. You go, dude, what's that? And you're like, oh, it's my grandfather's skull. I wanted him to see this game. Mm -hmm. You immediately call for police. You just you just get the attention of the police. You're like, yeah, guy has skull. We got a code three head over here. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Something seriously wrong. Yeah. I, uh, I, well, like, I'm fine with my head being incorporated into stuff. Like, uh, I'd, it'd be cool if they put my skull on the space shuttle. That'd be good. I'd like that. And, like, as uh, a, like as a hood ornament? You know what? Or actually, the other thing, this is what I want. Okay. If I, if I die while I'm at the blaze, I'm putting you in charge of this. Mm. Have, have it turned into a skull. I don't want, like, a creepy rotting head or anything. Get a skull and just get a really good balloon and let her go. <laughs> just, just see what happens. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's going to be... a note in the mouth? Uh, yeah, but you, make you, it really cryptic and vague. Like hello, Peter, or something like that, so that it'll like it'll land in you know Moose Jaw, yeah. uh, Iowa, and then someone finds a skull. That's an interesting day in like Wobegon. I like after death, instead of watching sports, I'll get to travel and I'll get to make new friends. That sounds great to you're, me. And okay. you're thinking right. a lot about yourself here. 
in a very selfish manner and you're thinking about the takeoff which it makes a lot of sense but the landing like when the kid chases down the pretty balloon in the par- in, in the <laughs> by the kindergarten class <laughs> sometimes yeah it's a little bit terrifying yeah yeah. yeah yeah well you know well maybe you land in the middle of a you know an Argentinian soccer game that's oh. right. You could still land. Everybody... Uh, that hadn't occurred to me that it could still backfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Next story. Uh, next story. A comedian who plays Ukraine's president on TV is leading the race to become the president of Ukraine. Have you heard this? Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It... This is a guy who's who's a comedian. Yeah. He's doing a, a comedy show where he's playing the president on TV and he's winning. Like, yeah, like by a lot. By a lot. I think it, it's kind of like, because I don't think we have anybody quite like that, but I think it might be like Kevin Klein or something that would that would run. And like, I'm all in favor because I don't know what Ukrainian politics is like, but I'm a comedian too. So I feel like <laughs> like I should just support yeah, him based on no, that. I don't, no, I don't <laughs> that think sounds so. sounds like a policy, No, right? stop. <laughs> Put your head on a balloon. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Young woman looking to buy her first home here in Texas. Uh, the market price uh was really hot i mean stuff in texas sometimes sells that fast so her agent devised a plan to help her uh get an offer into the house she wanted uh that would be accepted he advised he said we gotta find the house that was priced to sell so they knew the owner was ready to move they would find the home located and price it correctly so if if it was you know something happened in her life it could be leased out easy knowing there'd be multiple offers he said this is the, what the offer has to be still has to be less what the house is appraised for but just a little higher than everything else she offered to help with some of the closing costs well they went on they had 10 offers in 3 days 10 offers hers was one of it one of those offers hers was selected this is why you have to have somebody who knows the market. Somebody else that didn't, you know, didn't know the market, didn't know what they were doing, would not have gotten that house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're looking to buy or sell a house? We'll help you find the expert in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can even watch Andrew Heaton. And something's off with Andrew Heat. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program as Donald Trump heads to California to tour the southern border, which is an absolute. We are now in a humanitarian crisis. Thank you, Congress. Thank you, press. Uh, as he goes down there to talk about the uh, border today, we really have to talk um, about a longer-term game as well. And I mean we as, as people, as conservatives, as people who believe in the free market system. Uh, the free market is, is absolutely under attack. Uh, and there's a couple of things uh, that are happening um, with, the, with the free market. First, let me, let me go to uh, a clip from a podcast this weekend Matt Kibbe, who is a good friend of the show, Matt was running um, FreedomWorks, and he left FreedomWorks, um, and he was really kind of, it was a mess. When he left, uh, it was a mess because uh, politics had gotten involved. The GOP had gotten it by the throat uh, there uh, towards the end with Matt Kibbe, and he was fighting against it, and he left, and uh, he went and he started his own kind of thing. And what he was concentrating on was the free market and let's get into uh, uh, the faces and the culture of 20-somethings. 
because the free market system does not have a bad name, but the capitalism really does. Entrepreneurship doesn't have a bad name. Capitalism does. And there's a couple of things uh, that go with this. And we talked a little bit about um, the the way these corporations are starting to work, Google and Microsoft and everything else, they are gaming the system. And while everybody thinks that they're just wonderful, oh my gosh, Google is wonderful, they are actually writing bills. Listen to a bit of the podcast that airs tomorrow with Matt Kibbe on this. There is an elite uh, group of insiders that know how to play the game. They know how to game the system. And it it may not simply be, um, you know, government insiders versus free market stuff, but I, I do think when you when you dig into that stuff and and you know the stuff that Amazon is doing, the stuff that Google's doing, they, they have a lot of government contracts mm-hmm. and they have a lot of power in Washington mm-hmm. D.C. and they very much are in the business of gaming the system mm-hmm. so that so that competitors can't do that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what Ayn Rand r- wrote yeah. about. Yeah, like her I whole mean, book is really about public choice theory. It's really about right. um, eventually you've got to get a man in Washington. Mm-hmm. And, and you see that evolution. You saw it in Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Microsoft was, was a functionally sort of libertarian corporation that didn't even have a D.C. office mm-hmm. until they got taken to the woodshed mm-hmm. with an antitrust suit and all their competitors piled onto that. Um, and they built up a what is now a huge DC office, and now they use their insider connections to try to screw their competitors. Mm-hmm. So that's that, the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. And you you need to sort of sever the cord between the accumulation of wealth because I I don't I don't think you want to stop that because that's killing the goose that, that laid the golden egg. But how do you make it so that? These very politicians that are that are preaching to us about fairness and justice, and you know Elizabeth Warren wants to break up. Uh, um, is it Amazon? I forget. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to break them all up. Mm-hmm. Google um, Amazon. What she's really doing is sending a signal like you got to play ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a piece. So if if you come to the table and work with me, help me get elected, uh, donate to my campaign. Um, I'll make sure that you have a seat at the table when we um, craft the plan to break you up. And, and over history, what happens is every time that process plays itself out, the, the so-called, uh, you know, the big business that we're setting out to rein in, they write the rules and they rewrite the rules. What's amazing about that is you're seeing that play out this week with uh, Facebook. Zuckerberg actually said, we welcome the United States government to come in and do more regulation on us, partner with us on regulation. This is the beginning of something that I said uh, a few months ago. I laid out five things that we have to, four things that we have to watch out for. Politarization and civil unrest. Uh, There is going to be, you know, the, the 1930s European levels of hatred, left, right, Nazi, Antifa, communist, Islamist, it's polarization much worse than we have right now. The other thing is economic destabilization. We're, we're going to reach a critical stage where there will be bank uh, bank failures. Uh, and I think we're going to start seeing this really with the farm, the farm failures. The stock market will, I still think it's going to overheat and then plunge. I think we're going to have a melt up 
which will drive the stock market way up and then collapse. Prices will collapse. That's the second thing. Third thing is tech disruption. The critical stage, job, finance, communication, privacy. When that all happens and the government knows that they don't really control tech and tech knows that they're going to start trying to get in bed and both of them are in trouble with the people, they will come together and for the good of the people and they will collaborate. That's already starting to happen. And the last one is the trust implosion. And the critical stage is government, media, tech, finance, justice, corporations, EDU. No one will trust anything. When we hit all of that, it's time for a new world order. And that's coming quickly. Coming quickly. And that's why we need to look at things with new eyes. For instance, capitalism. Here's a cut from uh, our podcast this weekend uh, with Matt Kibbe, where we're talking about capitalism and charity. This week on my show, shameless, shameless plug for, for Kibbe on Liberty, <laughs> uh, Maget Wade, who is a, a young entrepreneur from Senegal, um, she, if she was here, she would tell you that all of this charity that has tried to help, help Africa all these years has been a disaster. Bono says the same thing. Yeah, Bono says the same thing. Bono says that, that of all the isms, capitalism is the only thing that is lifting people out of mm-hmm. poverty in Africa. Um, and there is sort of this perverse incentive with the, the NGOs, the, the, the poverty industrial complex, call it mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. like. Um, last thing they want to do is fix poverty. Mm-hmm. Then, then the business stops and, it, and it's over. And did, I spent some time in Haiti. It, we're actually doing real harm to Haiti yeah. um, where, you know, all the rice and all that, all of, all that stuff is coming in. It's coming in from charities, Just put it, put farm farmers out. They're not growing anything. How could you possibly compete? I mean, it's, it hurts. Yeah. But you know, I, I had a, a, another progressive friend on the show and we were talking about the fact that capitalism is lifting all these people out of poverty. You know, the world bank, says something like in the last 30 years we've we've halved the number of obscenely poor people in the world and and by any measure that has to be a good thing but what progressives are obsessed about but is it equal is it fair is it just that in the process of doing all of this someone like Jeff Bezos is I don't know how many billion he's worth these days but he's he's worth a lot of money um, they don't like that. And, and I even look at the data uh, to take it a bit further. Like there isn't actually a trade-off between equality in terms of income equality and prosperity. Those things actually work and rise together mm-hmm. in practice. But again, that's a, we're making an economic argument. How do we feed people? We do it through, through free enterprise and, and taking that burden off of, of production of food and everything else. And the other side is making an emotional argument that it just doesn't feel right. I don't, how do you argue against that doesn't feel good? I think one way that, that I want to do it is we're going to go to Senegal and we're going to talk to people. And I want to, I want to, I want to sort of humanize the, the positive effects of what free market capitalism actually brings to that. This is uh, something that... Um Arthur Brooks and I talked about recently uh, from uh, AEI. You know he's leaving AEI. Did you know that, Stu? 
Yeah, yeah, he's resigning. He's going back to teach, right? He's, yeah, he's going to Harvard. Harvard uh, yeah. And he is, boy, he is on it. He is absolutely right. He's got a new uh, documentary that's coming out this uh, spring that is really good, where he went to different countries like Matt is doing now, uh, and showing how the free market system is working, where if you get rid of the cronyism, and that's the problem, the problem, you know, Ronald Reagan said it best, Washington is the problem. It's not the answer, it's the problem. And if we just reduce our reliance on Washington and impose laws that make sure that nobody's gaming the system, we're good. But the problem is, is that these giant corporations can game the system because they have all this money. They can spend it uh, in Washington, D.C. Can you imagine if cakes, and I think it should be this way, cakes, somehow or another, the Duncan Hind company uh, was, was, had the money that Google had, you know, or your local bakeries had the money and the power and the clout in Washington that Google had, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have any problems with bakers being forced to, or not to bake whatever they wanted because they'd be writing all the laws, but because bakers don't have that, they get whatever anybody wants to slap their way. Where it doesn't happen that way with Google. They get away with anything they want. They're writing, you know, all this stuff about net neutrality. They wrote that law. And then they spent all the money and they had the search engine to help steer everybody into this feeling that we had to have net neutrality. Remember net neutrality? When it first started coming out, they said by what, 2015, 2020, we wouldn't have any innovation. We wouldn't have anything good. It would all be slow speeds. Everything they predicted, just like global warming, is not true. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. Everything they warned, warned about has turned the opposite way. Correct. And they're still trying to get it passed. Why? Why? Because just like global warming nonsense, it is all about control. Absolute and total control. This is why you're seeing socialists come out and say the thing we have to do, the most important thing we have to do is get this global warming, this green new deal. (laughs) No, no, no. That is not read the bill. It is not about global warming. It is about economic fairness and economic justice. That is it states in the bill. That its goal is to achieve economic and environmental justice. By the way, net neutrality, uh, you know, when it went away, it was going to be the end of the world. We were all going to die and all the slip speeds were going to slow down. Yeah. Uh, internet speeds in 2018 rose by 36 percent. Wow. They did 36 percent in a year without net neutrality. Unbelievable. Incredible. And wait until, wait until it's 5G. I mean, it's just. Anyway, uh, filter by. Let me tell you about filter by. Uh, if you've noticed everything, I walked up to the steps of my house and uh, it was just this yellow greenish film uh, on the uh, steps of my house. Oh no, were you mm-hmm. a victim hate of race? Oh my gosh, hate crime, hate crime. Either that or the tree, you know, the pollen is starting to fall. But I'm gonna go with the second one. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you've noticed it on your door handles and your windows, you know, on your car or whatever, it's in your lungs too. Uh, And you might know that if you're somebody with really bad allergies. 
Pollen is in the air. Dust, virus, everything is all in the air. Now, you've had those doors of your house closed and those windows closed all winter long, most likely. And now all the air filter, it's been filtering that air. It's been dirty. Uh, by the time you reach the spring, the air in your home is actually as dirty as any big city air. Hmm. So you live out in the country, your house has been closed, and that filter has been working overtime. You need to change that filter because now we're adding on top of it all of the pollen and everything else. Do yourself, do your nose, do your eyes, do your family a favor. Change the air filter, and here's what you can do. Filterby.com. You go to filterby.com, and you just uh, tell them you know, when you want them delivered. Uh, you set up for auto delivery. You tell them what size you need. They're there in 24 hours. They ship free. Uh, and you don't have to go to the hardware store. You don't ever have to think about it ever again. It'll save you money. You'll get a better quality filter that's made right here in the USA. Just go to filterbuy.com. That's filterbuy.com. So Joe Biden is making his first public appearance as uh, a new allegation of inappropriate conduct emerges. But it's not. I mean, the one yesterday was, well, I, you know, I felt uncomfortable, but all my friends said I was lucky. Well, then that's not I mean, that that's what are you what are you accusing him of then? Right. The fact that you felt that you didn't like it and then you need to tell him at the time, hey, yeah, you know, you're in my it. personal space, man. And right. He probably would have laughed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just the way I am. And then it would have been over. I mean, it's just, these are not, this is not Weinstein accusations. No. I mean, you want to, you want to go after him? There's a couple of things. Next week, we're going to be doing a, a special crimes, crimes, things that, things that they were looking for from, from Donald Trump, they got in Joe Biden. And we'll we'll show it to you next Thursday. Join us at theblaze.com. That's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 10%. Please sign up and watch this and share this with everybody you know next week. Because in 22 minutes, we will take you down a road. That's important. He's making some people feel uncomfortable. I mean, there's no sexual allegations here, just uncomfortability. Get over it. He's a creepy dude. I agree with you. It's creepy what he does. I would say stop it. Um, but you have to say something. But let me let me ask you this: What's more important that Bidenette here is or Robinette Biden is is making eight women uncomfortable, and he is actually very very creepy and taking pictures, or the fact that the House has has voted twenty five times? To not take a stand on infanticide. They had another bill this week that just said you have to save the life of an infant that has been born and is outside of the mother. 25 times now they have voted not to decide or debate or vote on it. That's craziness. You're listening to Glenn Beck.